0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the channel. We have the match that everyone was waiting for. Novak Djokovic versus Yannick Sinner at the Australian Open 2024. And it's at the semi-final stage. I can't wait to get into this one because when the draw came out, this was the match that I wanted to see more than any other match. After Sinner, of course, had a fantastic end to the year last year, beating Djokovic in some best of three matches. The question was, could he then really manage to kick on? Kick on in 2024 and potentially beat Djokovic in a best of five? Well, we're about to find out. Before we get into it, though, remember to that like button. Do subscribe if you are new as well. And do leave a rating or review if you're listening on a podcast platform. Make sure you share the videos as well if you think anyone might be interested. And we appreciate each and every one of our members. You guys are legends. It is very much appreciated. Right, let's get into this. Then. So this is how we're going to break it down. As always, we're going to talk about the road to the semifinals. Then we're going to talk about the head-to-head. And then we will talk about tactics and style, how both players have looked, and ultimately how it might gel out in the match. And then we will finish off by giving you guys our prediction. So, Djokovic row to the semi-finals. Round one wasn't plain sailing. It was uh, Prismic in the the first round, one in four sets. Same with Popper in a four-set win in round two. Echeverry and Manorino, both very straightforward wins, both straight sets in round three and round four. So he would have been happy to get some breathing space there. But then Fritz, it was a really, really tough one. Four sets in the quarterfinals and Taylor Fritz played some really inspired tennis. But Djokovic managed to weather the storm. For Sinner, it's been very plain sailing. He's been the only player on the ATP side at this tournament to not drop a set. So beating Van Zandt, Schulte, De Jong, Baez, Hachinov, Rublev, all in straight sets. And didn't really look troubled with any of them. Rublev, there was some really big hitting on shows you'd expect from two players who are such clean hitters as himself and Rublev. But in the end, just wasn't to be for Andre Rublev, who is now zero and eleven, I think, quarterfinals. But for Sinner, he marches on into his first ever Australian Open semi-final. The head-to-head. 4-2 in favour of Djokovic, although Sinner has won the last two out of three matches they played. And he actually won their last meeting, which was at the Davis Cup. Uh, won that in three sets. Uh, he managed to win a three set at the ATP Tour Finals before losing to Djokovic in the final of the same event. On a hard court, they've all been they've all been indoors. Uh, so it is 2-1 in favour of Sinner indoors on hard court, but they haven't played once outdoor on hard courts. Uh, I would say that Djokovic... It's difficult to say because I actually think Djokovic is the best indoor player ever. So the fact that Sinner has been able to beat him indoors is probably a positive, but it doesn't necessarily mean... I don't know what it means for outdoor hardcore, in all honesty. There will be some crossover, of course, but with the elements and also the fact that they're going to be playing in the day, I do wonder how much of a factor that will have. Uh, I actually prefer Djokovic in nighttime conditions. I think he plays better in nighttime conditions when what I've seen. but. I mean, he's the greatest player of all time, so he can play in all conditions, of course. And tomorrow is supposed to be sunny, and 21 degrees, so most likely the roof won't be won't be closed. In terms of tactics and style, Djokovic is an all-rounder. We know that he has improved his game so much that he has a number of tools to utilize at any given time to adapt his style accordingly to make an opponent uncomfortable. That's what his game is all about. He has so many different layers to it. We could be here for 20 minutes talking about his style and what he has at his disposal. But look, I mean, he is the greatest player of all time. A lot of people and most of you watching this video will know what he's about. I'm not going to go into massive detail about him on that. I'm more going to try and talk about the matchup as a whole. sinner he's a power baseliner, power off both wings and athleticism and flexibility to match the best on tour. Great defensive skills as well. And Uh, You know, like Djokovic, he has that flexibility that not many players on tour have, to be honest. And uh, he's able to stick with the best of them. And I think the biggest strengths that he has is uh, that baseline power hitting. But he's started to become more well-rounded, a good transition in that game. His serve is much improved as well, hitting his spots well. And his return game uh, is probably, I would say, top five, top ten on tour. So he's becoming a real monster Uh, when it comes to his general game. In terms of the matchup, well, this is where it becomes interesting because I have a lot to talk about here, but I'm going to try and keep it as brief and succinct as possible. The ad court matchup, I think, is the key in this match. Uh, And in a lot of matches it is, but especially against Djokovic because Djokovic is, in my opinion, the best player ever when it comes to ad court exchanges. He has the best two-handed backhand I've seen and he's now utilizing that into out forehand beautifully and into in forehand. He just has so many different ways to dominate the ad court and he defends so well on that backhand side. But Sinner is one of the only players on tour who's actually able to stick with Djokovic backhand to backhand. And that puts him in really good stead for this matchup. And which is why I think he's had success recently. Sinner has an elite backhand and finds great angles and pace with the court with it. Not many players can make Novak feel rushed on his backhand defense. Sinner is one of them. Uh, now, Djokovic can do a similar thing, but Djokovic's backhand is not as aggressive and doesn't get through the court as much as sinners It's more, I would say, incre- incredibly reliable with fantastic depth, but it's not the type of backhand to blow you off court. Generally anyway, he can do it, and that backhand line is going to be crucial, but the issue he's going to have is that that backhand line opens up um the forehand cross court for sinner and he in my opinion, has the best running forehand on tour, I think, does Sinner. Uh, Djokovic probably has the best forehand cross-court defense or defense. Oh, let's try and not be American. I'm not American. Uh, So it's just going to be really intriguing to watch, in all honesty. And, And it's very, very hard to call because even though Djokovic will be the favorite, given it's a best of five, Sinner has been playing so well, it's hard to just count him out of this and given the matchups between the two recently despite it being best of 3 i know it's a different ball game it's a different animal but yeah i, I mean it's it'll be interesting to see i think whoever wins that ad court battle most likely wins the match in all honesty and, and i think it's going to be that crucial the issue for sinner uh is that djokovic is probably the best ever in that skill set so Jok- so sinner's going to have to dominate that ad court exchange for three sets to win right that's just the, the crux of the matter It's one thing to beat Djokovic in a best of three as he's done, but in a best of five is another kettle of fish. The serve return dynamic will be intriguing as well. I mean, Djokovic has been serving okay. Uh, He's obviously bulked that up in the last few years, and it's been, uh, you know, ever improving. And I think for him, it is a a big weapon. And he'll have to serve well, because one thing that Sin did really well, especially against the Djokovic second serve, was putting Djokovic on the back foot straight away and rushing the Serb. Uh, in a lot of instances, and that was definitely an issue for Djokovic, being on the back foot in a lot of those uh, service games. For Sinner, he needs to serve well, because Djokovic is the best returner to ever grace a tennis score. That's just the way it is. He spot-served really well in the matches he won against Djokovic. He'll need to do the same in this match, and uh, we know that, yes, okay, he can be aggressive on his own return, but he needs to try and ensure that Djokovic doesn't make a whole lot of returns and he did manage to actually neutralize Djokovic's return at times and that was interesting to see Um, I do wonder whether he tries to vary it up a little bit and not just going into the Djokovic backhand which actually generally speaking is his stronger return I would say Uh, he definitely makes a lot more backhand returns there Uh, Sinner doesn't have a massive kick serve and I don't think that's as much of an issue for Djokovic as it was in the past Uh, so that'll be intriguing to see how that serve return dynamic does play out And it's going to be who hits their spots better and then also who is more reliable in return. And there's not much in it between the serve return for both players. Uh, The forehand battle being interesting, Djokovic actually managed to win uh, that match in the final, the ATP Tour finals, by going into the center forehand a lot, which you'd be surprised as a tactic, but it worked. And Djokovic backed his forehand and he arguably had the best forehand on tour um, in 2023. If he is at that level, it's going to be very, very difficult Um, for Sinner to to hang with him and he's going to have to stay consistent and try and find good angles and try and keep the points on his terms it's gonna be a real wrestle for momentum in those baseline exchanges Uh, I also think Sinner needs to utilize the drop shot uh, when when he can at the right times though uh, because we've seen Alcaraz use it effectively and so did Sinner at times in the two wins he had Djokovic will try and do the same but Sinner He's very athletic getting up into the court, um, even more so than Djokovic at the moment, given Djokovic isn't in his prime, I would say, in terms of physicality. And uh, he does cover the net quite well, but Djokovic is so good at passing uh, players in the net. But his lob is not elite, I would say. Uh, so, look, there's a lot to think about. And um, now it comes to my prediction time. So my prediction is going to be... It's so hard to go against Djokovic. My prediction is going to be... I'm going to go big. Sinner in five sets. That's our prediction. I actually predicted Joglitch before the start of the tournament to win. So let's see. But let me know your prediction in the comment section below.